Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. We are continuing our look and our study of false religion. And I've been telling you that um, the reason uh, that it is considered a false religion is that they don't deal with the issue of sin. They None of these religions deals with how do they rectify this particular thing, the state of this man or mankind. When uh, God said to him in Genesis chapter chapter 2, that if you shall eat from this um, fruit, you shall surely die. And we know that he didn't die a physical death. It's basically a spiritual death. As long as long, uh, that spirit of the man became corrupt, the soul became corrupt, the flesh also became corrupted, and nature also began, uh, became corrupted because the Garden of Eden was not corrupted. And when man, that state that man became, or, or uh, became as a result of his disobedience, God had to come and change that state. And um, that's why I say any religion or any belief system that does not address that has to be false because that is not fixed. And the only, uh, and I hate to use this terminology, religion, but for the, for the sake of our argument or our discussion, it points to uh, that of the work of Jesus. But I call us the body of Christ for the sake of our, our discussion. We're going to call it, uh, we're going to say religion and we're going to talk about Christianity. But know this is simply for this discussion because I don't believe that Jesus came to start Christianity. I believe he came to start a relationship with Father to reconcile us back to God. So we know that this sinful creature, uh, Ephesians 2, um, 1 puts it this way, it says, and you were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked. So you and I who are born again, we once walked. They are following in the course of this world. So everyone outside of being born again is following in the course of that world. Following the prince of the power of the air. So they're following somebody. And that somebody is Lucifer. He corrupted um, uh, uh, Adam. And when he corrupted Adam, uh, lots of things was given to him at that um, was transferred to him, if you will, because we know that when he came and tested the set, the last Adam, he took him up into the mountains and he said, all of this is mine. And when was it given to him? God didn't give it to him. God gave it to Adam in the original. Adam gave it to him. And so um, he comes up and he tests the last Adam and he failed with that test. But we see that this condition of man, following the prince of this 
first heir, this spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. So the Bible calls them the sons of disobedience. That's why I say, that's why Jesus said to us, don't, uh, we ought to love our enemies because they're simply the sons of disobedience. Within that group of the sons of disobedience are those that are born again. So we know then that something must be brought out uh, uh, to rectify that condition of mankind. And I showed you guys about the corruption and how man became corrupt. And the Bible tells us that um, uh, we have to, uh, it calls it um, to be, uh, let me read this for you so you can see what I'm trying to say to you. Um, uh, it's atonement. And you guys may have heard that word, atonement. And uh, it tells us, For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it for you on the altar to make atonement for your soul. Not, you know, for it is the blood that makes atonement by the life. So they had to be a, uh, and that's what God was trying to teach the children of Israel in the Old Testament by all of these uh, these these practices and, and uh, ceremonies and all those things. He was trying to show them what is necessary for uh, for the saving of our soul. And the blood is the blood of Jesus Christ. And so no religion outside of Christianity deals with that except the sacrifice of Jesus' blood. And the Bible tells us that that blood, that atonement was made for us. Any religion outside that does not teach that is a false religion. He is the procreation for our sins and not for ours only but also for all for, for those who are uh, in the whole world in first john 2 2 and so this thing about even Jesus, god said he will provide the lamb um he talked about he said that to um, abraham i'm going to provide the, the the lamb but as we have shown before in the last uh, podcast that all of this had been decided beforehand as to when man was going to fall i mean we're going to know how they're going to fall then god has to put in place a way by which he can now bring us back to him uh, because we are in a sinful state we can't come before god and so he wanted to make it uh, permanent if you will so we don't have to constantly have these sacrifices and all these things and so we can attain it by faith but he was showing the children of Israel uh, through these different um, uh, uh, practices, uh, trying to teach them in the, in the wilderness so that they can follow all of these things. And we can see that what God was basically doing was trying to take a people and um, uh, bring them and teach them about his principles, his kingdom, and so forth. And that's what he's trying to do now today, still on the spiritual realm. So when we look at the children of Israel, naturally, we were all in this wilderness. We were all in Egypt. And he took us into this wilderness to cleanse us. But uh, in that wilderness, he took away all those that did not walk by faith. And it was only those that walked by faith by, that entered into the promised land. Uh, we know that two of those original were Caleb and Joshua. So in Exodus chapter 19, we see that God tells um, Pharaoh a couple of things because he wants to uh, come and meet and talk with the people. And so, but the people has to do something before God can even show up. And let me take you to Exodus chapter 19 and we're going to read there. So, and Jehovah said unto Moses, Lo, I am coming unto you in the thickness of a cloud so that the people hear in my speaking with thee and also believe in thee to the age. And Moses declared the word of the Lord. Uh, 
the people unto Jehovah. This is Exodus chapter 19, verses 9, verse 10. And Jehovah said unto Moses, Go unto the people, and you have sanctified them today and tomorrow. And they have washed, that they may ha wash their garments. So they got to clean themselves before they come to God. And being prepared for the third day. For on the third day does Jehovah come down before the eyes of all people on Mount Sinai. So he's going to present himself. And in order for them to... Um, to, to be uh, coming e even cl close to him. He tells them that make sure that none of them touch that mountain, no animal or anything like that when they when he comes down because he knows that because of their state, their sinful state, he is, they're going to die. And so he had Moses and all of these guys purify themselves, if you will, uh, as the um, before they can get to him so that he can come and have, um, you know, spend time with his people. He had promised in, that he, he was going to come up with a new covenant so he didn't need all of that other covenant where they would be constantly sacrificing um, animals and so forth and God promised that he said in in um, I think it's in uh, Isaiah where he talks about coming up with a new covenant and uh, uh, dealing with his people and um, giving us a new heart we saw in in um, I think it was in Psalms where David says create in me a clean heart um, after he sinned with Bathsheba um, we know that uh, uh, God is interesting. He said that he would come and create a new covenant with us. And this new covenant, he will give to us a new heart, a new spirit, and all these things so that we don't have to constantly be doing these sacrifices. And so um, this all ties in to the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And it is a necessary ingredient in order before man can come before God. We have to be clean. And how can one be clean? The scripture says you must be born again. Um, just like you were born in this kingdom of darkness, you must have another birth to walk into the spirit realm. And that birth is um, through your confession of Jesus Christ as to who he is. Um, that um, confess him as, uh, you know, I said to you that the interpretation, mis misinterpretation of the scripture of uh, uh, Yahweh to Lord, you must confess him as Yahweh. And so that's a serious kind of a confession. That's why it's very important that, um, and I give you this, the testimony of the time when I was witnessing, I was preaching, and this guy came up and the Bible, and I know the Spirit told me that that man's heart is not correct. And he didn't understand um what he was doing and so I had explained to him you need to stay away from here because you're going to be in trouble um, if you don't understand uh, what you're doing so it's very very important that when one confesses Jesus Christ you literally believe that he is Yahweh that he and again the, the King James Version says Lord but that's a, again it's a misinterpretation of the word Yahweh and so you have to believe in your heart of heart that Jesus Christ is Yahweh and make that confession and the Bible Bible says that you will be born again because Jesus makes a statement. He says, ah, look guys, the Father and I, we are one. You know, we are not separated. Um, we are one. And he tells us that you can't come to the Father. There's no way. You have to have the atonement. You have to have all these sacrifices. You have to believe who I am because 
we have put this plan of redemption in place before the foundation of the earth, and it's not going to change. It doesn't change for any religion. And outside of this particular thing, that is the main reason by which every other religion is false, because this corrupt man has to be restored, and there's only one person that did it. Faith in one person, it says that when you believe in that Jesus Christ is Yahweh and confess that in our hearts we are born again. We have been translated, it says in the scriptures, out of the kingdom of darkness and we have been placed in the kingdom of God's dear Son. And when that um, believing and confession happens, instantaneously the Bible tells us that you and I have become this new creation. And so um, there's a lot that goes into the aspect of uh, salvation that the church is not teaching. And that is why a lot of these people are running to other relations religions to try and get to God, but there is no way that any other religion deals with this aspect of the atonement of man, of that corrupt man. There's nothing that we can come about and put together that will cause the spirit of that man to be uncorrupted. There's no works, there's no um, there's no other way on this planet except through Jesus Christ. And so that is why I want to make sure that you guys understand this piece and everything branches out from there. The corona the corruptness of mankind, that issue has to be dealt with, and it's only dealt with within the religion of Jesus Christ. Um, his Christianity, Eastern Christianity, versus that of Western Christianity, which uh, confess, you, you know, believe Christ and you could add other gods and all this stuff, and, and Yahweh, who Jesus said, you will have no other gods beside me. So, um, if you are going to claim to be a Christian, you have to make sure that you understand what that means. It means that you have called Jesus Christ Christ Yahweh, he is God to you. The Bible says there is no name by which man can be saved except for that name of Jesus Christ. So there's, if there's, um, it tells us in Acts, and there is salvation is in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given amongst men by which one can be saved, which one can be redeemed, which one can be um, restored from that corruptness. There is no other name. The only name is Jesus Christ. Um, and so other religions that are calling on other names, you can't get saved. Not with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You're talking someone else. And the Bible tells us, for uh, God is a God of the living and not the God of the dead. For he states in John 16, for God so loved this place, the world that he created. Because it tells us in it that the earth is his and the fullness of it thereof, that it is his. He created this thing. Lucifer did not. He created Lucifer by a word. The Bible tells us that. And so we know then that um, uh, this God that we are calling upon, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that God of those guys, that's the God that I believe, and that is uh, my Lord Jesus Christ, who is my God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And uh, we, I've told you, there is no other name. And so my your argument should not be with me, because I am simply reiterating what he said. It tells us in First Timothy, for there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and man. The man, the Messiah, Jesus. It says the man, Christ Jesus. The man, Messiah, Jesus. Jesus said, I am the door. If anyone's enter, if anyone enters by me, he will be saved. He will be restored. That corruptness will be dealt with and will go in and out and find pastures. Because why? The corruptness has been exchanged. I am a new creature. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. 
But in order that the world might be saved, it might be um, individually rectified, changed, restored through Jesus Christ. So anything outside of that is false. So uh, you and I then have to make a decision based on the information that is given to us through his word. Um, And regardless of what these men and women are preaching, you must find the truth for you. Even what I am teaching you must find the truth for you. You must test the spirit. Is what Ken is saying correct? Line it up with the word of God and make your decision. For God is serious. And this life that we live in here is a serious life because the decisions that we make in this life will dictate the life to come. And the Bible tells us that there is a life to come. So I want to make sure that you guys understand that you need to seek Jesus on your own. And you need to understand why he makes the statement, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. Why did he make that? Because he made the atonement. He sacrificed himself on our behalf. It tells us that he became sin, the scripture says. And so he became sin. So because he became sin, he made the atonement for us. And when he became sin and made the atonement for us, he can say to everyone, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the light. No man can come to God except through me because I was the one who sacrificed my life for you. And so you have to be um, (laughs) an adult to take this information because, again, uh, all of us, you know, need to recognize why did Jesus say these things? You know, neither through the blood of goats or calves, Hebrews chapter 9, 12, but through his own blood did he enter in once into the holy place, age during redemption, having obtained. He went in and did it for us and presented his blood and paid the price for you and I so that we can have peace with God. We can be reconciled. First Peter 2, 24, who his own self bore, bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness and uh, by whose stripes we were healed we talked about leviticus 17 11, for the life of the flesh is in the blood and i have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls for it is the blood that makes an atonement for the souls no other religion teaches this and so you have to understand that it god is the creator he was the one that put and anything that man comes up with outside of what God comes up with is lie. It's set up to deceive you. First John 2, 2. And he is a perpetuation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Hebrews 9, 12, which I read to you. Neither by the blood of goat and calf, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Revelation 5, 9. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seal thereof. For thou was slain and has redeemed us to God by your blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. That is why the anything outside of Jesus Christ and his teaching is false religion. So I just want to bring that attention to you guys as we move on. I know this has been a great uh, a series for me just to, to get a chance to touch a few things because I know there's so much happening out there in, in, in the world 
that is, uh, as Jesus said, great deception, and these men and women calling themselves Christian and um, uh, don't know anything about our Lord Jesus Christ. So I wanted to bring your attention. That is why that Jesus says that I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father but by me, and because he was the one that was that sacrifice, not by blood of goats, calves, or any of that, but by his own blood. And we will sing, for thou was slain, and has redeemed us. He paid the price that was necessary to rectify what Adam did, um, what the first Adam did. The last Adam was able to rectify it, restore it back, and he, uh, we are now new creatures in Christ Jesus. And so the Bible tells us that he has given us the authority of that position as the sons of God. It's just based on how we do believe what is our faith in that situation. God, Jesus said, I'm going to go to the Father. The Holy Spirit is going to come. And he will guide you in all truth. And you, by the way, you're going to do more than what I did. And so that is all based on our relationship with our God and how close we are with him and how developed our faith is in trusting him to do what he says that he will do. And we will perform miracles on this earth. The Bible tells us that the just shall live by faith. It also tells us that we walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is a victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.